All right, my friends, what is up? How is your week week going so far? It's Tuesday. We have another episode going down the betting board. Quick little um, housekeeping from last tournament, Bermuda Championship. We didn't really have anyone in the mix. It wasn't the, wasn't the best week for us. We kind of got tea times, if you know what I'm saying. We I, I stacked tea times the wrong way, and I didn't really do it on purpose because when I was looking at the weather, it seemed like it was going to be pretty fair based on the tea times. Then it just didn't turn out that way. We, we picked too many guys from the morning wave, and it just didn't work itself out. I feel like if Mark Hubbard was in the late wave, we would have had a really, really good chance because he was shot like a 74 on day one and came back the next day with like a 63 or 64 and fell a little short. Seamus Power finished 12th. We had him, but – Besides that, it wasn't really a great week. It was the first week we had we didn't really have anyone in the mix. So looking to rebound, get back into it this week, pick another winner. And uh, we uh, still are not in the United States. We are in Mexico with no shot link. Great. We head to uh, El Camelion Mayacoba Golf Course in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Sorry if I said that wrong, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this week. Should be a fun week. I'm actually actually coming. I hit Victor last Victor there last last year, so it's a little bit of a special event for me. I love I love defending defending. So yeah, let's get right into this. What what do we know about this course? This is the first. This is one of the most first shot courses as they come. Obviously, every week approaches a key stat, but there's a lot of fairway. I mean, fairway hazards off the tee. So we're gonna look for um accurate. Accurate hitters off the tee, similar to what we looked for last week, but that turned out to be you could bomb it, and I and I knew that because if you look at the last last two two year Bermuda Championship winners, not winners, well winners Brendan Todd and Brian Gay, but like runner ups Wyndham Clark, and there was other bombers right there. So you didn't you don't need to be. Everyone got too into the. Uh, accurate narrative which obviously helps and you want to be have accurate guys but there's other ways to go about winning and some of the bombers did did better last week so it is what it is but this week i'm going back to that accurate guys because i really think that's more important this week there's literally like an actual cave in the middle of the fairway i want to i'll try to pull up a picture of it before uh before uh we get into the uh betting board mayakoba cave bunker <laughs> all right yeah this is literally hope you guys can see this this is literally in the middle of one of the fairways at Mayakoba. so yeah you want to be accurate you don't want to be in there let's get right into this let's get into the betting board and we have jt abe vic is basically the top three abe opened at 2701 on fanduel and He's down to 15 to 1 at FanDuel now, which is absurd. I love him. Like, I love him. He modeled out for me. He, what was he in my model? He was third in my model. And man, if I could have gotten that 27 to 1, I probably would have been there. He's going to be very popular this week. And I'm kind of scared of him when he's very popular, but he makes so much sense. He's a very accurate player. Um, that's he's just obviously a shorter hitter. That's he, that's what he does, and he's an accurate player. This course fits so well for him. He's in Mexico, where he's from. There's no argument for Abe. And if you have a 27 to one ticket, good for you. I wish I got on it, but I was a little late to doing my research. 
but I, I knew I liked him pre like anyway. I should have jumped on it. I didn't think he'd move as much as he did. So yeah, Abe is should be an awesome play. He has great course history. But I'm not gonna be on him because I can't bet that 15 to 1. And so, but maybe it's a blessing because I don't see this course being uh this tournament being like a top guy wins it. Like it's not like a like we saw at Zozo, the cream rises to the top. This is a cut event. Like a top guy, obviously they can can win it, but I don't think this is gonna be a guaranteed guy from the top wins this, and then it's it's a case. So it's not betting Abe is allowing me to go get more names. So maybe it'll be a blessing. What is up, BK? Can't wait for your show later. All right. So let's get into my first play. My first play is Tony Finau. Um, why do I like Tony Finau? He actually modeled out for me pretty well. He was seventh in my model. I saw a stat that in the last few years, uh, ranking all the players on seaside courses, he ranked sixth in that, in that uh, list. But I don't really see this course being too much of a seaside course because there's a few holes that are on the water, but this is, this course goes into like the jungle, goes into the trees. It's not it's not the most seaside courses uh, as like of the seaside courses, but yes, that does help. And why do I like Tony Finau? He is um 15th in total driving, which is awesome. Obviously, you guys know his distance. He's one of the longer hitters on tour. But look at the driving accuracy percentage. 66%, which is very good. 35th on the PGA Tour. That's awesome. So if he's finding fairways at like the same 65% rate as the, the next guy, as the next guy who's like 36th on the list, but he's that much further, that gives him a great advantage. And let's look at his course history. I thought this was really interesting from Finau. Let's pull up all the Mayakobas, and again, shout out Rick for letting me use his site. He does not care if it's on camera. Um, here we go. Tony Fina has been to Mayakoba five times, and let's look at this order. T7, cut. T16, cut. T8. So, th this is saying that he's going to miss the cut. And honestly, I thought this was different. That's kind of why I went into it. But let alone, he's got great great course history, and I think this is a better field. So I think maybe the cream will rise to the top, and he's the, the highest guy I grabbed. So, yeah, I do think Tony Finau will have um, good success here. And another narrative thing I like was Tony Finau first win came in Puerto Rico. So did Victor's, and Victor, his next win was at Mayakoba. Or, yeah, next win was at Mayakoba. Obviously, Finau won at the Northern Trust, but... Puerto Rico to Mayakoba. Maybe he can do the same thing. Puerto Rico to Mayakoba. So, yes, that is my first play. It is on Tony Finau. I got him at 30-1 to 1 at FanDuel, I believe. Yep, FanDuel. All right. Let's move down looking at some of these other names. Kepka 33-1. to 1. If you're betting that, like, okay, you're betting the number. The stats are he's not in the great he's not in the best form, but you're betting the number. It makes sense. No one will argue. You bet the number at waste management, you cashed. You're betting the number at 33 to 1 on Victor in this field. Okay. I'm not personally betting it, but I, I get it. I definitely get why you would bet Brooks Kepka at 33 to 1 in a field like this. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm not hating you if you do do it. Personally, I don't think he will do well because you guys know Brooks. He might be posting on Instagram with Jenna. They're at the beach, so they're at the resort. 
it's I heard from my friend John PJ Tout that he's been here. He only good things. He said this place is immaculate. So I'm sure Brooks Kepka is there to have a good time and play some golf on the side. But yeah. Uh Scotty Scheffler, I put him on my every week I do like a short list of guys that I might might want to bet, but like without looking at any stats. So let's look at look let's look at Scotty Scheffler. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I did not bet him, and I'll show you what turned me off. Well, first he didn't model out for me at all. But why didn't I like Scotty Scheffler? Driving accuracy percentage, 53% is what's ranks 178th in driving accuracy. Look, you gotta hit the fairways. You gotta hit the fairways. And he does have a T18 in his only start at Mayakoba two two years ago, but it's just not doing it for me. And approach this is just this year, no. But he has his numbers just aren't great right now. I'll take the Mayakoba off. Hold on, let's look at his numbers. And I do like Scotty. I think he's gonna win sooner than later. Look at what he did his last start off the tee, which is going to be huge this week. Minus six, but all the green before. And I'm sure he'll get back to like his baseline or at least close to it. I don't see him losing six strokes off the tee again, but I just can't trust that right now. And especially this losing strokes approach. There's nothing that is getting me on Scotty. Like, there's just nothing. So we'll move on. Aaron Wise. Boy, does he make sense. Let's look at Aaron Wise. But a 33 to 1 Aaron Wise is crazy. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, a 33 to 1 Aaron Wise, like he's 33 to 1 for a reason. Look at this form. He is just hitting the hell out of the ball. And he finally figured out the putter this season, which has been his thing. He switched to the broomstick. broomstick. Look at all this red. Now, bang, he's putting the ball. Let's look at his. um. Mayakoba history, which is solid. No, he finished second last year. So which one is that? Which one is that? There we go. Tenth cut second. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love Aaron Wise. Yep, Brian. The number is is that for a reason. I I'm not betting it. I did not bet it. I couldn't fit him. He didn't model out for me. Great. He does make sense. Great form, course history, makes sense. Personally, I didn't bet a 33-1 to 1 Aaron Wise, but I get it. I really do get it. So, shit, didn't mean to do that. Oh, fuck, I turned this. There we go. All right. Let's go to my next bet. I don't really bet this guy a lot, but I bet Terrell Hatton at 35-1 to 1 for my second play. Why do I like Terrell Hatton? Let's pull up his stuff. He was... um. 11th in my model, which is solid. Model that for me. Doesn't you don't need to be the first in, first in the model for me to for me to take you. Come on, type it. All right, I have to reset this. He was 11th in my model. He is he was first on that seaside course list I was talking about with Finau, which makes sense. He's from he's from England. He plays in some difficult conditions. Plays in wind. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, he is eighth in total driving, which I will pull up and get deeper into, but I wrote it down that he's eighth in total driving. Total driving is distance and accuracy combined into one stat. So, and like I said, this is a first shot course. Is he like not exist? Hatton. There we go. I spelled it wrong. That's why. Okay. Yeah. Eighth in total driving. That's awesome. That is awesome. 
Um, look at this driving accuracy, 71.43%. We're talking fairways here, guys. We need fairways. We're talking fairways. If he's hitting 71% of fairways, hell yeah. Give me that. He's a gainer in the approach. Great putter. It's awesome. The thing that was a little shaky was these past two starts off the tee, three and four. But what, what let me get back on him was he has other starts in Europe, which aren't counted on here, and they were solid. So, yeah, I'm going back to Hatton, and he's not going to be very popular. And I'm big on not taking – I'm big at being contrarian in golf betting, even in the, especially in the outright market. I don't play DFS. I'm big on being contrarian because obviously the, the, the obvious guy never wins. And if you look at my past my past winners list, some of them are like random. Like I hit I hit winners at random events. I don't hit the obvious winners. So yeah, Hatton won't be very popular, and I do like his numbers, and I think he will play well. And I also used him in one and done, but I do think there is better one and done plays. But I already used one, so we'll move down the board a little bit. I'm not going to talk about Sobel's uh, Shane Lowry, but I will talk about. One of my favorite plays this week. And it's really, really scary that I'm going to say this. I'm not even going to say his name because he's on this list. And I'm going to start typing his name in so you guys can laugh when I type it in. Oh, you guys are probably laughing right now. You're laughing at me. It doesn't even let me type it because I can't spell. There we go. This might be my favorite play this week. And it's... What am I getting myself into? Russell Henley was <laughs> he was he I took him off my blacklist at the beginning of this season. I bet him once and he didn't fucking do good because he's Russell Henley. But yes, Russell Henley was blacklisted for me all of last season for good reason. But why do I like Russell Henley this week? He was on my short list, my no research short list. I thought he made sense going into the going into this week. Then when you look in his numbers, look at him look at him in the model. Ridiculous. First in my model, first in driving accuracy percentage, 77% of fairways, 76.79% of fairways. That is insane. First in approach to the green, and he gives it all away putting. But there's a big but, and you guys know where I'm going with this. We're playing on past Palom greens, which are supposed to be the easiest greens to put on and supposed to let the guy, the, the, the putters who aren't great, like Russell Henley kind of, kind of even, evens the, evens the playing field with the putter. It makes the good, the good putters will do good anywhere, but the bad putters will get a little boost. And that is awesome. So Russell Henley, I don't need him to gain five strokes putting. I need him to be a zero putter. I need him to be gain a stroke putting. And if he could do that, we are in business because the ball striking isn't really in question for me at Russell Henley. Not even the ball striking, the accuracy, just like the overall tee to green play. The thing that I'm, I'm a little bit nervous, he has some shaky course history, but at the end of the day, course history versus form is two different ways to look at it. And looking back at his form, the last time he's played some of these, these events, they weren't, in the, they, weren't the, they weren't the greatest, but he's in some good form right now. He also was second in approach at CJ Cup and second in approach this uh, from a year ago today in this entire field. So, yeah, Russell Henley makes play, makes sense. He's probably my favorite play this week, 
And I was going to go off him because I saw a few other guys tip him, but I couldn't. He was on my short list. He modeled out for me in two in two separate ways. Like, I just can't, can't especially 50 to 1, I had allocation for that. So, yes. And he would have been my one and done this week, but I already used him. And I don't remember where I used him, but I love Henley this week. I'm going to be – you're going to look so stupid because he's going to, like, miss the cut because he's fucking Russell Henley. Moving on. I love you, Russell Henley. I'm sorry for talking shit about you. Um, Taylor Gooch is on my short list, but I don't love the driver. And this is the driver course. I don't love the driver. Will Torres, my favorite golfer, he can't get to minus 20. I say it every single time. He, Will, Will Torres is in a birdie fest. He's not built for this. He's not built for this style of golf. Cameron Tringale, I also don't think he's built for this style of golf. He's a fairway green guy. I like him more in difficult conditions. Joaquin Neiman's down to forty to one in some spots. He was tipped at sixty a lot. He's the most popular play this week so far. Mito, I was choosing between Mito and Russell Henley as my last play. Um, <coughs> Mito was ninth, eighth in my model, or not in my model, but. I'm kind of done with Mino for now, at least. He has good Mexico form. He played really well at Mexico in his Corn Ferry event, but I don't want to bet Mino for like a fourth time already this year. So let's scroll down to uh, my next play. And I'll, if I see anyone else, okay, real quick, I love I love Maverick McNeely. You guys know I love Maverick McNeely. I think this is a good spot for him. What's Maverick McNeely's game? Driver, putter. Same as Rory McIlroy. I say it all the time. And I, I said I love the driver putter at uh, – was that CJ Cup? Driver putter, Rory won, losing strokes and approach. I know what I'm talking about, guys. Maverick McGilly makes sense, but I couldn't get to him. <clears throat> All right, we'll go to my next my, my next play. Um, they're all on this on this list. We'll go to we'll go to Kevin Shulman first. Do I love that I'm betting Kevin Shulman? Not at all. He was 10th in my model, and I'll show you what kind of got me on Kevin Streelman. Besides modeling out, this right here. And it's just this right here. 72% of fairways. That's really damn good. And if this is, if off the tee fairways gained is as important as it should be this week, that will, um, that will give Strowman an advantage. He's in some shaky form right now, but he has a T4 here in his career. It's just the accuracy. It's, I'm not trying to sell you on Kevin Strowman. It's just the accuracy that's leading me on him. And I got him at 80 to 1 at DraftKings to fill out the card. <clears throat> and you guys know how I roll. Outrights only. I find I find the num- I find the guys where I get Risk five units to bring back 35U. I have no problem fitting an 80 to 1 Kevin Streelman on my card. Let's move down. Actually, kind of move up because I got someone. I My next play is Emiliano Grillo. And I talked about last week how I didn't want to bet Grillo because I already bet him twice the first two weeks of the season. I don't want to bet Grillo three times in the first month, of, two months of the season. But I'm back on him here. Sorry, I'm. Had a long weekend. Flew down to Florida. That's how I'm feeling it. <coughs> but I'm here. It's all right. Grio was fourth in my model. He's a course horse. 
He has a great course history here. Let's pull him up. Rio. Um, and also, he's a coastal guy. Um, I always talk about you can only play Grio at coastal spots. And we're in Mexico. We have we're near a beach. At, that's that's enough for me to bet Grio, but I'll, there's actually more than just that. I'm kidding. Here we go. Look at these uh numbers at Mayakoba for Grio. Eighth, forty-first, fifteenth, ninth, tenth. He's never once lost strokes on this golf course to the field. Amazing ball striking form as well. And what he what is Grio's game? Strike the hell out of the ball and miss every damn putt. <clears throat> Same thing as Henley. We're on past Palum. And I was watching Rick's video earlier. He broke down the field just on past Palum greens. And the weird thing about that is you can't look at strokes game putting because usually these are resort courses in Mexico, like this place or in wherever, but it's places that we don't have shot link. And in those events, Grio has never once lost strokes in his 40 rounds playing. 40 rounds was probably 10 tournaments. Never have once lost strokes playing on past Palum greens, whether that's strokes gained T to green, whether that's strokes saying putting, which is probably a little bit of both. He's never once lost strokes. He averages two strokes around gained on the field playing at courses with past Palum greens. That is amazing. And with this course history, with him modeling out, it wasn't hard for me to go back to Griot, Coastal Griot. I'm going to be – I hope he's in the mix on this weekend because I think I think he will. If I had to pick one person to win, it would probably be Coastal Griot because he's just a fun person to root for. <clears throat> All right, we'll move down to my next bet. My next bet is Seamus Power. I got him 75-1, to 1, as you see here, at FanDuel. He – why did I bet Seamus Power? I was on him last week at um, Bermuda, and I said going into this week, I want to at least bet someone someone from last week's card on this card. Maybe I was a week early on him because I went heavy with the, the accuracy accuracy vibe last week. I want to keep going. I was thinking about betting the same card, but that would be dumb. See, he doesn't have the best tournament. He doesn't have the best course history, but look at this driving accuracy percentage. That's really, really, really good. Seamus Power has a complete game. He's a gainer of driving accuracy. He's a gainer of approach. He's a good putter. He's just a good player all around. He didn't have his best stuff last week. He got. He didn't have the best tee time split last week, and he still finished 12th. So, yeah, I really like Seamus Power. I want to go back to him. And it was between Mito or Seamus, who I can go back to based on my last week's card. I chose Power. I think he's a more complete golfer. <coughs> My, let's scroll down. My next play, or who else I want to talk about? Um, Russell Knox. He's a course horse. Makes a lot of sense. Pat Rogers was right in it last week. If you want to draw accuracy comparison, I mean, not accuracy comparison. He's not accurate. Co- comparison from Muta to uh, Mayakoba. Pat Rogers might be a nice play this week. Here's my next play. It's not Charlie Hoffman. I'm sorry. It's Joel Damon. I got him 100 to 1 at. Um, 100 to 1 at DraftKings, I believe. Yeah, because he's, DraftKings is not on this odds checker list. 100 to 1 at DraftKings. By the way, I have not, I, I fit nine players on my on my card this week. Shopping around books is how you have to do it. Um, why do I like Joel, Joel Damon? He was on my short list going into this week. 
just he, he's a he's a resort course guy. He's he won at uh, Corrales. He plays good at these resort courses. So yeah, he was uh, ninth in my model resort course guy, and he has some good course history. Let's look at his course history. T twenty, T six, T forty one, T twenty three has never lost strokes here. Makes sense. Last week he gained six point seven nine strokes T to green and lost putting, but we're on a surface where see he's not the best putter. He's ranked seventy fourth. He's not the best putter. We're on a surface that these bad putters can <coughs> can boost themselves up. So yeah, Joel Damon hundred to one was my seventh play. I have two more plays. We will get into anyone else I like here. No, Pat Perez, Pest Balance Specialist, Resort Course Specialist makes sense. Don't like him. Here we go. Ches Reeve. I got him 110 to 1 on a local. Let's dive in to Ches Reeve or Shea Reeve, as they like to call him. He is in shaky form. I will definitely admit he is in shaky form. He was sixth in my model. And look at um, he's a look at he's an accurate driver. Anyone in the 60% of driving accuracy is that's pretty solid. That is pretty solid. And he's ninth in approach, which is really we didn't expect him to be. Ninth in approach, but he's a good he's a good bucket player. He's a, he's a good wedge player. I like Revi. He's a loser. On, he's a loser, a losing putter. But I do like Ches Revi. He also has a T two here, a T fourteen here, and a T four, I believe. Yeah. <clears throat> so he has some solid. When he does good, he when he when he gains, he's doing well here. So yeah, I like Ches Revi. I got him hundred ten to one. Kind of more of like a bet the number type thing, but yeah, I do like Ches Riri because what since I didn't go with answer and someone else at the top, I was I wanted to go with bombs because like I said, I don't think this is necessarily going to be a cream rises to the top of favorite wins type event. It's a resort course. It's a birdie fest. I think I want to go with more darts than anything else. And my last play, I will um, get off of the odds checker board because I don't want to scroll that far down. I tweeted out, does anyone have access to Unibet or um, Sugar House? My last play is Trey Mullinax. Probably never even heard of him. He's 29 years old, Alabama grad, came from the Corn Ferry Tour. He finished fourth at Sanderson Farms, I believe. And <clears throat> what's his game? Driver putter. Maverick McNeely build, Roy build. Um. He's not the most accurate driver per se, but he's a he's a career gainer off the tee. He's gonna gain on the field off the tee, and he's gonna putt the ball. That's I, I think that's how you have to attack this place. He he was first in off the tee at at Sanderson, and he was and he is sixth off the tee in this year, this past year, based on guys in this field with qualified rounds. So yeah. 350 to 1. I had literally 0.1 units left of allocation on the week, and I got him at 350 to 1. And that 0.1 unit returns 35 units because he's 350 to 1. So I filled out a nine man card. I'll go through it again real quick so you guys cannot. Um, All right, I'll go through it again. Tony Finau, 30 to 1. Terrell Hatton, 35 to 1. Russ Henley, 50 to 1. Seamus Power, 75 to 1. Emiliano Grillo, 75 to 1. Kevin Streelman, 80 to 1. Joel Damon, 100 to 1. Ches Reeve, 110 to 1. Trey Mullinax, 350 to 1. All of those bets are set up 
to return 35 units. I'm only risking five units, same, same model every single week. It's been working for me. I hope it continues to work. It will continue to work. Good luck to everyone this week. If you have any questions, DM me. I will release the card on Twitter either tonight or early tomorrow morning. Let's have a week, my friends.